Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with the Italian News podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Wednesday, April 14, 2021. Italy has administered 13,586,000 shots of vaccine. 4,055,000 Italians are fully vaccinated, 6.7% of the population. The regions who fully vaccinated the highest percentage of their population are Piedmont, Molise, Emilia-Romagna, Liguria and Trentino Alto Adige. Those who instead vaccinated the lowest percentage of their population are Campania, Sardinia, Apulia, Calabria and Umbria. Italy is 13th in the world for the number of doses administered. In a situation of great difficulty, in which the contagion goes down too slowly, the number of daily deaths continue to be unacceptable. The economy is in great difficulty and the Italian population now shows serious symptoms of impatience due to to the understandable exhaustion after 13 months of horror. The only hope is the vaccination campaign and even on this there is no good news. First, there was a big fight between the Italian government and the president of the Campania region, who does not want to obey the government directive to vaccinate the weak categories and the over 80, then the over 70 and then the over 60, and only then start to vaccinate workers in selected categories. The president of Campania wants to include those who work in the tourism sector before the over 70 and the over 60, in order to be able to plan the summer season that is coming. Campania is a region that leaves a lot of tourism for Naples, the Amalfi Coast, Pompeii and many other exceptional places, but all of Italy leaves of tourism and above all, the constitution and subsequent laws give the government the power to give binding priority on who to vaccinate first, do not say that each region can do as it wants. The national trade associations that deal with tourism would like to do throughout the whole country as Campania wants because summer is coming and they are afraid that other countries may be preferred to Italy by tourists. In Greece, Malta, Israel, Turkey, Croatia, Spain and Egypt, all countries that are around Italy in a way, vaccinations to tourism workers have already begun. The government listens and imagines that by the end of May, after vaccinating all Italians over 60 years, among which the 95% of Italian deaths have been so far, workers involved in tourism will be vaccinated. But this is not the only problem concerning vaccines. There was a lot of hope about the arrival of the first 185,000 doses of the Johnson & Johnson single-dose vaccine, but they are stopped without being able to be used because Europe is making further investigations after the alarm coming from the United States that they have temporarily stopped using this vaccine and also sending more doses to Europe. An alarm that adds to that on the AstraZeneca vaccine. This is terrible news. This is a very delicate phase in the vaccination campaign in Italy and the last thing needed was this, which generates uncertainty and worries the public even more. But we're talking about this. In Italy, 185,000 vaccines for the elderly and frail at serious risk of death are stopped for six cases up to young women out of 7 million doses vaccinated in America. It is a category that now in Italy is not even among the priorities of those who must be vaccinated by age group and will not be for at least two months. 
Statistically, it is more likely to die of thrombosis traveling on an airplane between Italy and the United States than getting vaccinated with Johnson & Johnson, and 50 times more likely to die of anesthesia during surgery. In the meantime, yesterday, 476 Italians died from the virus. And we are at a total that in Italy has exceeded the hallucinating number of 115,000 deaths. You can understand how enormously frustrating this is. The hypothesis here in Italy is to do an as AstraZeneca and administer the Johnson & Johnson vaccine only to the over 60s. Because what happened in the United States happened to uh, women uh, under 50 years old. But this will have serious delays on the forecast of the vaccination campaign because this vaccine is transported and maintained much more easily at more normal temperatures and especially because it is a single dose vaccine. With the doses of AstraZeneca all dedicated to those over 60 already and with those age groups that will be progressively vaccinated, the risk is that if the same if the same recommendation arises for Johnson & Johnson, we will reach a point of saturation, leaving in the fridge the quantities already ordered and without a solution to replace them. And unfortunately, also the Italian vaccine Vreitera, which will arrive in the summer, could have the same problems. Also for this reason, in all likelihood from 2022, Europe will sign contracts only with pharmaceutical companies that produce messenger RNA vaccines and not viral. So no more AstraZeneca and Johnson & Johnson, yes to Modern Pfizer, which is already dealing for the next two years a huge supply of 1.8 billion doses to Europe. If you think that the problems are over here, unfortunately, you are wrong. I'm sorry, I'm very sorry to give more bad news today. But it was discovered that in the early months of the pandemic of coronavirus in Italy, arrived from China several lots of FFP2 and FFP3 masks not complying with European safety standards. Throughout Italy, there has been an immediate ban on the use and recall of 12 models. 65 million pieces have been blocked, but the problem is even greater. The number of masks imported from China at the beginning of the pandemic that do not meet the European safety standards and indeed are found to have a filtering capacity 10 times lower than that declared is way higher. We're talking about 250 million counterfeit and non-filtering devices that in the first seven months of the pandemic were distributed all over Italy, specifically, unfortunately, to doctors, nurses, social health staff, residences for the other guests and hospital patients, those who were at higher risk. It was only in July 2020 that Italy stopped importing these masks because we had reached the capacity to produce them in Italy in sufficient numbers. We can only imagine how many Italians died in the first seven months of the pandemic because of this horrendous scam, for which absolutely all of Italy demands to discover and severely punish those who are guilty. Now, I'll try to finish this heavy video with some little good news, small good news. The first is that Piacenza, Bergamo, Lodi and Voeuganeo, the territories, the, the towns in Emilia-Romagna, Lombardy and Veneto most violently affected at the beginning of the epidemic, are definitely less hit now. It is a phenomenon that has been repeated in a systematic way. Statistically, it cannot be a coincidence. The numbers are accurate. 
the higher the infection rates a year ago, the lower the infection rates today. Researchers are trying to understand why, and it seems that in the territories most affected a year ago has established an, Im an immunity not so far from the so-called herd immunity. That's a good thing, because those areas were really massacred a year ago and paid a huge price. The second bit of good news is that the government is preparing to provide for some reopenings from the beginning of May in the hope that the descent of the numbers of contagion continues and, in a, and even accelerates and always after consulting doctors and virologists who advise the government. There is the hypothesis of postponing from the beginning of May or maybe from mid-May the curfew which has now been enforced for five months in a row in Italy, five months of curfew moving it from 10 o'clock in the evening to midnight with the possibility for restaurants to remain open in the evening but only outdoors with a limited number of tables and only by reservation. Taking advantage of the warm weather, <coughs> cinemas, theaters and outdoor arenas could reopen in May, let's hope they reopen in May, always distancing the guests while museums, discos, swimming pools and gyms might have to wait until June. And in June, and this is the third bit of good news, hoping not to pay the consequences later, it is confirmed that the opening match of the European Soccer Championships will take place in Rome in the presence of the public. <coughs> Italy versus Turkey will be played with the stadium full for 25% of its capacity, 15,900 spectators on June 11. People vaccinated or, which, uh, or with a negative swab made no later than 24 hours before and those who are cured of COVID. And we hope to win not only the game but the whole tournament. The Italians would really need a moment of joy after months of anguish, worry and pain that have really, really put us to the test. has not happened since the Second World War. Well, it's all for now. It's all for today's video. Please stay safe and stay healthy. My name is Umberto Mucci, this was We The Italian News, ciao from Rome.